welcome to the Thrive in China podcast with me, Christina Kohler Kaluchia from Woodburn Accountants and Advisors, where we educate and celebrate the mistakes made by foreign investors whilst doing business in China. Every week, I explore the mistakes I have incurred along my China journey, what I have learned from these mistakes, and the successes that have materialized out of them. The podcast includes personal stories from other China experts on the challenges they have experienced in the Chinese market, how they have overcome them, and what pieces of advice they can share with those of us who are just starting out. In this episode, we are going to be meeting Martin Klimek, Chief Financial Officer at Synapticon. Martin provides key insights on how to treat your Chinese employees fairly and properly, and most importantly, how to retain your employees in China. Enjoy today's episode. So Martin, just to start off, why China? You know, you you personally have had a journey with China over the over the last 10-15 years. Yep. But also what has why had Synapticon, a German headquartered company, decided to go into China? Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me, first of all. Yeah. Um, so I think I think uh, China, you cannot have no China. Yeah. I think uh, China is one of the biggest global market and very important for innovative companies to go there. The same for US, the same for Europe as well, but you cannot have a, a global company or the intention to have a global company without China. Yeah? So you have to have China somehow in your portfolio and in your customer's uh, view, if you want. So China is a must, I would say. So China, China together with the US was in, in the decision-making process. Um, and you arrived in China probably it was about two, three, two, three years ago. Yep. What, what has been your experience thus far with the journey? And let's not forget, this is a journey that really started during the pandemic. Um, yep. And there have been issues along the way, just like for any other global company. Yeah, when I started with Synapticon two years ago, it was kind of uh, the most important market for China for us. And somehow then with the virus and with COVID and all that uh, hassle that came along with COVID, China was still uh, able to absorb our products. They were still buying from us. So we were still able to sell our product in China compared to US where everything was kind of locked down. Yeah. So we could not sell to US a lot last year, but China quickly picked up again after the COVID shock, I would say. And we were still able to, to make uh, a lot of sales with China last year. And it was absolutely a, su a success for me, I would say. Yeah. At the same time with the global supply chain, then uh, harmed by COVID and, and all those troubles we got that we couldn't uh, source the materials anymore. We could use China and our hub in China as well to source the material directly from brokers in China. And so we could keep the supply chain running at a lower scale or at a lower basis, but it's, it was still running. And that was another success for us, I would say. So we used China for selling our product and we use China for sourcing our material to get the products produced. And, and I think this is a, a wonderful case study to show how you pivoted over the last two years because the intention for China was purely as a commercial office 
with a sales team. And I think it's amazing to see that your staff in China have also pivoted their mindset of thinking, if we're going to survive and continue to sell, we have to produce. So we have to help the head office to source. Absolutely. and that was a, I think that was a, a, a wonderful success story also in terms of the people you have on the ground yep. uh, to, so to support the business. I can say we have uh, two major EMS for our product uh, production. So they, they are uh, located in Europe and their arms into China are not so strong as our arms in China. So the one big uh, uh, EMS we have uh, is not able to uh, buy stuff from broker that they, that they don't qualify, that they don't know exactly, so that, that the risk is too high for them. We were able with our local team in China to quickly find uh, brokers that we can trust because uh, the local people know how the local people are working and, and they can easily or more easily check if they are trustworthy or not. And that was one, one of our strengths. So our EMS was not able to buy from China. We were able to buy from China. And we have a good trust uh, uh, to our people in uh, in our office in Shanghai because we know them for a long time. And so we know we can trust them. And, and we know that they have a, a kind of a good overview about the market, not just the selling market, but as well the, the sourcing market. Yeah. And that was a absolutely plus for us. Yeah. Um. Probably one of the biggest questions that people have is, you know, when you have, or let me rephrase that, the uh, media tends to always portray that staff in China are not loyal, they're not trustworthy, you always have to pay extreme attention to what they're doing, Um, there's high turnover. In your case, as well as in mine, I have been able to find wonderful people who over time we've been able to 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 trust and where i've been able to gain some loyalty from in in your situation how have you found these people i mean maybe it's not been you martin but how has synapticon been able to find um the these first hires that have have joined the team and like you've used the word trust a lot which i i I love um, and i want people to have that as a takeaway so how how did you find them <clears throat> so and that's history from synapticon I've, I'm, I'm i'm only here since two years but what i've heard so far is that we have uh, we had a general manager there that was a kind of a us guy uh, with chinese roots and he was starting off the company there and after he left then uh, for personal reason because he wanted to retire and he wanted to live in, in us again um, we were able with connections, so we, we knew somebody who knew somebody, and with those connections, we could hire our current general manager in China, and he is now around for at least six or seven years, I think, already. Mm-hmm. So this person, we we trust a lot, yeah. And and through this person and his network, we can hire now people again that we uh, yeah that we can just attract with with the personal knowledge of this. Uh, general manager in China. Mm. So it's it's about people, it's about connection, it's about uh, the network of the people. And once you have this good network, you you have uh, trustworthy people at the end. Uh, absolutely. I think that's the that's the the, the key or the, the magic. Yeah. Absolutely. What yeah. is um how do you envis- envisage Synapticon growing in China in the next two, three, four years? I mean we're currently it's April 2022 um, Shanghai is again in a lockdown. There are yes. still holdups. How? What do you envisage in the next year, two years for Synapticon? 
Yeah, for sure, we would like to expand our sales activities there. So we have wholesalers there, so distributors that work for us, but we would like to sell direct as well, uh, that we can just save those uh, margin we give to the distributors at some cases at least. So we would like to hire salespeople, and of course we need to hire, because we have a product that is uh, not self-explanatory, it's, it's, it's kind of a complicated product where you need to explain a lot and, and show to the customers how it works and what you can do with it. Therefore, we need application engineering uh, uh, in China for the local market. So Chinese people who can explain our product, uh, they get uh, the support from the, from the uh, German um, facility that they can learn how to uh, educate the people about our products. Uh, so sales and uh, application engineering is, is key for us in the future. And do you feel that China will become one of your largest, I mean, it already is one of your largest markets. Um, yep. Will it surpass the US and other markets as well? At is the moment, yeah, as a prediction, I would I would say um, China is, is our most important market today and it will be in the future as well. Yeah, we are even thinking maybe to produce for, for China in China at some point in time, because uh, it's just it, it just makes sense yeah, hmm. that you produce locally where you sell the stuff. And, and this is our long-term goal, I would say, that we can uh, source the local market with a, a local production in, mm -hmm. in Shanghai or in Shenzhen or wherever it might be. Yeah. So um, I think this is uh, very important. Yeah. I, I would say U.S. market is important as well, but it's it's you need to be there. You need to be. Um, we are not as big in in U.S. as as we are in in China, and and the success in China is due to that we are there, that we are locally with a team yeah. there, and, and that we can support. Ground. We are on the ground. Yeah, you cannot yeah. do it remote. The same is true for US. You cannot uh, manage it as well uh, uh, as you can manage it if you are on the ground. Yeah. So that that probably leads me to the next question, which is again a big a big question mark from a lot of people that I'm speaking with: is borders are shut, right? And we talked about trust and loyalty with the team on the ground, and you obviously said you have to be there on the ground. How you know, being that your products are so complicated, they require a lot of technical knowledge how from germany are you training the team on the ground how are you i mean this probably sounds very common sense but i think people need to physically hear it yeah. <laughs> from others how are you training the people so that they have the knowledge level it's not just trust and loyalty it's also the knowledge level understanding the philosophy of the company um the direction you want to take the company in terms of strategy how are you doing yeah. that from germany yeah, we have we have certain tools uh, that we use. So one tool is our internal Wikipedia, where, where just people can read a lot of stuff about our products whenever we have customer. Is it in uh, Chinese or is it just in English? It's in English. Yeah. Okay. But if you would like to have Chinese as well, you can use it in Chinese as well. So if, okay. if, okay. if our general manager decides to have a kind of a Chinese uh, local documentation in Chinese language, he can do that. Yeah, this is notion the tool yeah, we use this as a as a kind of a wikipedia everything is documented there then we have regular calls of course our technical people here in germany they exchange their ideas and, and, and the, their knowledge with uh, the people in china and of course we have a lot of customer in china that come with requests that come with questions and the chinese team is then learning from the customer as well about what is needed to educate the customer at the end. So it's a kind of continuous learning, uh, by, learning, doing. learning yeah. by doing and learning by getting good questions from the customer as well. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, do, you, do you feel that when the borders open, there will be more travel by the German team into China? 
naturally, or do you still think a lot could be done with how you've set up the system now? I think we we learned a lot in the in the last two years how how to do remote uh, stuff, but I miss China personally, so I <laughs> I can imagine that uh, other people miss China as well, and I'm sure that we will travel more into China. I'm mm. I'm eager to to learn about our Chinese team. I would like to travel there. I would like to see the the people actually. And as I said, I miss China, so I'm mm. I'm expecting travel will increase. But maybe not to the extent that it was uh, before, before the COVID pandemic yeah, situation. Okay. Yeah, because people got smarter in the two two years, I think, yeah, to to work remotely and with good tools and and with good processes. I also just want to add, your team in China is very young and dynamic, so、Absolutely. they're also、um, very much technology oriented,、um, and and can kind of be left alone yeah, to do a lot of stuff. Uh, and not just in China, our team in Germany is young as well.、Yeah. Right. So we have lots of young engineers. They, they, they chat all the time with chat、right. tools. So they are in contact. They, 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 they are used to that.、Yeah. Right. So they are really,、right. they are really、uh, techies. Yeah, if right. you want.、Right. Yeah. And this works very well with the Chinese because the Chinese tend to be techies as well. Yeah. That, that's really、uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I like that.、Um, We've talked a lot about the successes, and and obviously people tend to want to hear more of the war stories of what's gone wrong in China.、Um, I know we're struggling a little bit with coming up a little bit of the war stories, but、um, what happened? I mean, if 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 you are getting into a situation, and、I'm, this is a plug for Woodburn, obviously, but when you do get into situations that can be tricky.、Um, You know what? What are you doing? What are what is what is Tyrone doing in China? What are you doing in 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 Germany to support the operation? It's a tough question, yeah, because so far we we were lucky, yeah, we had no we had no big issues so far. I think communication is key. That that's be really、uh, with regular meetings and and just、uh, talk to the people. Be trustworthy as well. Do what you say and say what you do,、yeah? mm. and 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 then of course give give the the, the task to the people and then monitor uh, uh,、mm. what what has been done with the task. Yeah, and and not just leave them alone. Yeah, be close to the people and and try to、mm. really maintain a good relationship and and talk to、I、them will, regularly. Yeah, I mean you mentioned communication, and I will I will just highlight this because. Um, initially, when we were doing our monthly calls, so、yep. Woodburn was managing is managing the, the the financial operations for the China entity, and we it, it's it's a requirement from our side that we have monthly calls with the finance team and the HQ that everybody is on the same playing field. We know what's going on, and initially we were missing one very critical person, which was the general manager Tyrone、yep. in China in those meetings. Communication is fundamental, and whenever you're looking at all the administrative aspects of the business, I think you, you got to make sure everybody is part of these meetings.、Um, don't leave somebody out; otherwise,、yep. your Woodburn's talking to Martin, who's then talking to the executive director, who then talks to the GM, and then it exactly. becomes、uh, exactly. very complicated in terms of transparency、yep. and clarity and all of that.、Yep. So. Bring the、Make、people、sure. together in a meeting. Yeah, that's、exactly. that's the key. Yeah, and talk. Exactly, and just talk. talk. Okay,、yeah. Absolutely, and just exchange、okay. ideas and and include the people to exchange ideas. Yeah,、exactly. not that I tell Tyron what to do. Yeah, he he should hear it maybe from first hand what he needs to、yeah. do, and and then he, the understanding is bigger. And of course, nobody、yeah. feels kind of overrun by somebody. Right. Yeah, and, right. And that's I think that's it's common sense at the end. Yeah, but yeah. you need to do it. Yeah, you need to exactly. Do it. Yeah. Um. 
one thing I just want to highlight again, that's something that's popped up and I'm sure for a lot of people that are in the high tech sector, this could be interesting. Um, at the moment, we're going through the process of establishing um, this, the, the high technology standard for the mm -hmm. China operation. Um, that's also been quite an interesting experience to go through. Um, and just to highlight, you know, you can always apply for these high tech standard um, statuses where you get certain benefits like preferential tax treatments and, yeah. and, and other types of things. But you've just got to make sure that you follow the criteria. Um, you have to do your bookkeeping in a certain way to be able to apply for these statuses. Um, and I would probably just highlight work with a provider who knows how to do these applications. We at Woodburn, we don't do these types of applications because um, they're very specific and you need to have the technology understanding in the background. Um, but work with providers who guide you properly along the journey. Um, um, sometimes there's a lack of communication also on that side with, yep. with parties that you're, you're collaborating with. Um, well, that's, I guess that's all from my side. Uh, I mean, that's the journey. It's been very straightforward, actually. Um, uh, never, there's never been really large depressions or highs. It's been actually pretty stable. Um, and I'm very proud to say also very stable throughout the pandemic with even headcount increasing. So that's yep. a big plus for many. Um, Martin, I'm hoping to have you on in one year's time to see where you are at <laughs> and, <That's> uh, you. <laughs> and, and how, uh, and how the company's journey is developing. Um, I think that's the most exciting thing to see, um, Absolutely, along yeah. the way. So Martin, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.